This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, The Lost Boys. Sleep all day, party all night, never grow old, never die. It's fun to be a vampire. Shut it, skank! Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. I'm Brett. No, Troy. Nope. So that's already going to knock Troy's down off. listener count. Murdering. Yeah, yeah. That thing. So we watch The Lost Boys, because yeah, Troy's Lost off Boys. watching The Lost Boys. Yep. Yeah, he's over at the other place doing the thing with the stuff that he has for it. Mm-hmm. I remember this movie from being a kid. As do I. As do probably most people that listen to this. Yep. All number of you. Eight. Eight to twelve, depending on the week. Yep. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do that. Yeah. Here we go. Lost boys. It was fun. Spoilers. Yep, nerd, book. Mm-hmm, etc. Beginning, so forth. Yes, it's a start. So we, uh, we open up on the local boardwalk. Yep. On the boardwalk. Where, uh... Did you say the high part? I... The high part. <laughs> I don't get the... I don't get the bit, but... Someone will get it. Someone, someone will get it. Get it. So, boardwalking it. Yes. You and, should talk instead. And there are uh, groups of local street toughs. Yep. That are... With their leather and their haircuts and... Yeah, there's a lot of mullets and chains. And spikes and needles and drugs and heroin and cartels. And they're hanging out on the uh, carousel. The merry-go-round, if you will. <laughs> merry-go-round. And, uh, turns out that the local, uh, merry-go-round guard done told some of them street toughs what not to be on the merry-go-round. Who were those street toughs? Um, Ned, Keister, uh, Sutherland. Yeah. Uh-huh. Keister. Yeah, mind yeah. Mind you. Yeah, Bill Ted. Yeah, Bill and Ted. He had the, <laughs> the one, the Nikki Six. It'll be that one. Uh, blonde-haired '80s hair metal band guitar player, and then there was dark-haired '80s hair metal band guitar player. Yeah, and they all get kicked off because they've been told not to be on the boardwalk. Yeah, that big running cop told them not to, and they were like, "Yeah, yeah, we'll get off this merry-go-round." Yeah. Real nice like. Real proper like. Yeah. And as uh that should stick. As Paul Blart heads to his car <laughs> He gets uh dive bombed by some sort of sky monsters. And they don't pull the door clean off of his car. They're pretty wicked. I like it. 
and presumably kill him. Off screen. Yeah. That's how I want to go. Off screen? Yeah. Makes sense. Oh, sorry. Should I, should I speak? Should I speak now or? <laughs> I was shushed, so. I'll allow it. So anyway, we meet Displaced Family, and they're heading to move into, what, where are we, Santa Clara? San Dimas. San Dimas. Yeah. The Bill and Ted. And they, uh, they take in some of the local color, which is uh, primarily, uh, vaguely punk rock people. The Circle K. Uh, there's a girl who kisses a rat. <laughs> A lot. She like straight tongue kisses this rat. It's wild. I don't understand it, but I like it. And uh, they see on the sign as they're coming into town, it's the murder capital of the world, which seems totally inaccurate. It's a tourist trap. Oh yeah, it's because that's what brings them to tourists. It's a tourist trap. Oh okay, that makes more sense when you say it all forceful like. <laughs> So they're, uh, they're moving in with Grandpa. I like Grandpa. Grandpa fucking rocks. Yeah, and he uh, likes to wear headbands. Yeah. And perform taxidermy. Nope, oh, he's wild. He is, he is wild. Yeah. And it turns out that, you know, that the dad died or something, so it's just Mom and the two kids. Yeah, well, you got, uh, you got Corey Shame. Yeah. Classic. And, uh, uh, essential 80s movie heartthrob character. Mm-hmm. Smichael. Smichael. Yeah. Yeah. Smichael. And Mom. And, yeah, Mom. We'll call her Mom. And they decide to head to the boardwalk because Mom needs work. And the kids need to find a local uh, affiliated youths to associate with. Yeah, kids to run about and do kid stuff like play in the mud and shoot guns. You know, like you do when you're a kid. Yeah. So, uh, mom heads to the local video store to get work like you do. Yep. And she meets... It's lucrative. She meets up with the proprietor. The name here. Why don't we go to the video store? Uh, they've closed down for the most part. They don't exist anymore. Yeah. We should go to where the video store was. <laughs> we get our taxes done. <laughs> yeah. We possibly some sort of manicure. I don't I don't know what's there right now. Maybe a subway. Head to the local side of your blockbuster and partake in whatever is there now in the strip mall. You know what you gotta do is go to subway Demand VHSs. I, I get it. Tell me, God, if they say they don't have them, I'm going to know they're lying. And I'm going to fuck their whole shit up. I like to go to the subway good. where the Blockbuster was. And when I go to get my sandwich, I hand them my Blockbuster card and look confused. I like to try to return my tapes. <laughs> I read this from the Blockbuster sometime in 2003. We don't want your copy of Seaman's Sister 17. <laughs> who, who still has a copy? Of From Hell. That's not even a good movie. Why would you have that? Billy. I really do have a copy of From Hell from the Blockbuster video. I know you do. I stole Grandma's Boy. 
When I heard they were going out of business, I was like, well, shoot, this is my time to rob these fuckers for everything they're worth. I was like, well, shoot, I haven't returned this copy of Grandma's board for like two years anyway, but they're closed now, so now I guess it's just kind of mine. <laughs> you won. I still have the receipt. You won the war of attrition on that one. Anyway, so while Mom's getting a job at the local Mockbuster. Mockbuster. Old, uh, Corey Shame. Corey Shame. He heads over to the local comic book store where he meets up with the, uh, the Frog Brothers. Yep. Some kid and the other Corey. Hey, old Meister. Mm-hmm. And actor. And other one. Yeah. Troy would know. Yeah. He'd be like, his name is such and such. Yeah. And then other film roles. Yeah, he would. He would do things. We'll just say boy. Feldmeister and the boy. And they uh they partake in nerd talk about comic books. Yep. They're like, nah man, super spider's better than man man. Yeah. And they give him a comic book about vampires and they're like, You need this because foreshadowing. <laughs> And he's all like, nah, bruh. You know what to tell you. And he's like, nah, I'm setting myself up for a climax later in the film. Ooh, sensual. Shut up! And old uh, Smichael heads off to meet up with local street toughs. Like, Keister. And he, uh, he looks to get his ear pierced, but the, uh, lady, what's her name? Star, because that's a bad name. I can't do a worse name. Fraud lady. And in case anybody's counting, this is the third time I've managed to remember a character's name from a movie. Yep. So that's good for me. 600 episodes and counting, and that's three. Yeah, that's good. It's good odds. And Star's like, you don't need to pay to get your ear pierced. I'll pierce your ear. And Michael's like, oh, let's go eat, baby. And she's like, "Why are you talking to me like that? I don't like uh, it. No, that, me uncomfortable. That, that, was, that was you're a, encouraging rape culture. Um, not on purpose. Is is that better or worse? Worse. Oh. <laughs> so she's like, "Tee hee, tee hee. Let's go get a bite to eat. That's better." But then the local motorcycle tough show up. You know, the, the, the David Sutherland or whatever. Keister. Keister and his boy show up. Built in. And they're like, hey, new guy, you know where this place is? And he's like, uh, no, because I just moved here. And they're like, whatever, nerd. <laughs> Follow us. That's my favorite line from the film. Whatever, whatever nerd. nerd. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that part of the Lost Boys where somebody said, whatever, nerd? <laughs> no. That's what really happened. Well, I love it. Yeah, you have to get my cut of it. Hey. Hey. Uh-huh. Hey, shut it. Read your book. So they head off to... I don't know, make out point or wherever the fuck they're going. Anal point. And, uh... Sodomy point. The, the local street toughs, they all like to laugh a lot about things that don't seem particularly funny. Yeah, like, the air moving leaves around and nothing. Like, <laughs> standing and living, am I right, boys? <laughs> uh, breathing in air so my brain gets blood. <laughs> uh, Classic. So they head to the collapsed hotel, 
which <laughs> Keister Sutherland has a uh, entire like walkthrough tour ready already. Just Keister is fine. Oh well, I'm not that familiar with him, so. Mr. Keister. And uh, so they do what any local gang of street toughs that live in an abandoned underground hotel do, and they send out for Chinese food. Yep. After they light 792,000 candles. Yeah. Although there's a spotlight in the room. And so uh, they, they get the, the, the Chinese food. In nine seconds. And they're all like, hey, we get some, here it is! And they give some to uh, Schmeichel, and they're like, have some rice. Ha, it's maggots, ha. <laughs> it's rice. No, it's just rice. Try these noodles. Ha, they're worms. Ha, they're, they're noodles. <laughs> That's very accurate. <laughs> Relatable. And then they're like, hey, drink some of this blood. And he's like, whatever, idiot. That's fruit juice, drink, punch, wine, soda, beer. I, I know Tahitian treat in a fancy <laughs> bottle when I see it. It's barely fizzy. It's delicious. And then he drinks the the blood, and then they head off to local train trestle to play hang Hang off the bottom of the trestle game. (laughs) Hooray? How do you win? Uh, Well, you win by cackling and dropping into the fog. Well, I mean, you're outside and breathing, so it's funny. Might as well laugh at it. But Smeichel doesn't seem to be super on board with the drop into the foggy nether world under the trestle. But then he does. See, I'd be into it. You would. You know there's probably cake down there. Hmm. I would like some cake. Shut it! Whoa. I mean, book readings. Well, Smeichel drops off and wakes up in his bed the next day. And he needs his sunglasses because of the sun. And he's a vampire or whatever now. Yep. Spooky. And uh, he sends his brother off to take a bath like you do. Corey Shane, get in the bath. And he's, uh, you know, doing classic bath stuff like singing old timey songs and. Skip the butt, boot up, pop. Making his hair look funny. <laughs> like you do. That's what I do in the bath. Yeah. While his dog watches him, because that's not weird. I mostly fart in the tub and play Angry Birds. Yeah, that's what I do. I don't put water in it or nothing. I'm just sitting there <laughs> farting it. And... <laughs> Gotta get acoustics. Oh, shit. Of course it does. <laughs> Books and such. I don't know. I don't even know. Well, I feel like I, I feel like I have some more to offer about farting in empty bathtubs. Like, You're just staying it up, though. You're peppering. <laughs> anyway, right in my dinner. So, um, old Michael decides he wants to eat Corey, whatever we're calling him. Shane. Yeah. And then the dog, which he has in the bathroom, knock, like knock. like you do, yeah, knock knock. That's that's what his name is. <laughs> he bites him in the hand parts, and he's all like, "Your dog bit me just because I was gonna murder you." Yeah, I'll draw a knock knock. What an asshole dog this knock knock is. And he's like, "I don't see your reflection. You're some sort of vampire monster." 
I'm going to call Mom on the phone. He's seen it, but he half seen it. You well, see. yeah, he's, he's half invisible. Vampire. In mirrors. Vampire. So, Fam. he's freaking out. Peer. Corey is. Shame. But Smichael takes a vampire nap, which means he floats. Because yep. shut up. Okay. So he accidentally floats himself all the way out of the house. Oopsie poopsies. Meanwhile, Mom is called to check in on the boys because, for Christ's sake, the one guy looks like he's 26. Corey Shane looks like he's old enough that his mommy doesn't need to call in on a Tuesday to check on him. Maybe they got wild Tuesdays around there, man. You don't know. Maybe it's gang day. Oh, okay. I mean, that's fair. Maybe that's when the Crip Bloods come out. Yeah. I mean, that's not a thing, but I believe it. I know how gangs are. And he starts freaking out, what with all the floating. And Smichael, who has now managed to float his dumbass outside, is holding on to the phone. So they're having a, uh, a little three-way conversation with Mom and Floaty Smichael and Corey Shame. And Corey Shame's like, ah, he's going to murder me and stuff. I can tell from all the floating. And Would you say, shut it? Would you say that we all float down here? Uh, No. It's factually inaccurate, if nothing else. So Smichael's like, nah, Mom, it's cool. I'm just floating out here. I mean, not a vampire. I mean, a different series of words. Yes, that should stick. So Mom decides to head home from the restaurant where she's hanging out with local uh, rental magnate. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, young Redenbacher. Yes, young Redenbacher. Great. That, that's a thing I'm going to say now. So she runs home where the boys have come to an agreement where in that Smichael won't murder him for his delicious, delicious blood. In turn, he won't say anything and they'll figure this out. Yeah, because they're brothers and whatnot and they're going to they're going to have it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, uh, Corey Shame decides that he needs some expert advice because those Frog Brothers from the comic book store... Put their uh, photo on the back of that funny book he had. Yeah, and say, you know, if you ever need to murder some undead creatures, you should call us. But pray you never need to call us. Pray you never do. But his prayers went unanswered from a, <laughs> a spiteful, vengeful god. So he called them, and they're like, I don't know, murder your brother or something, I guess. Whatever. Bye. Bye. Hey, kid, let me meet my brother. They all say. Meanwhile, Smichael has run back to Underground Hotel to confront the uh, vampire horde. But the only one there is Star, so they have sex. That leads to uh, a bunch of clouds. Like you do. Would you say they make whoopee? Uh, no. No, because I'm a grown man. Why not? I don't know. <sighs> it's not 1944. It, uh, it's 80s probably. But whatever. I don't know things about words. <laughs> Back to your word things. So, the Frog Brothers level with them that there might be a chance. He might only be half a vampire, in which case you kill the head vampire, 
and then everything's cool. Yeah, man. Fine as. So, uh, old uh, mom decides to invite young Redenbacher over. And uh, Team Frog Brothers and Corey Shame are like, mm, maybe he's the head vampire because of reasons. Right. So they're running through the gambit of tests. Yep, they holy water him. They make the dog smell him. They garlic him. But none of them uh, pan out, so they're like, well, clearly, you know, with science, we've proven he's not a vampire. Who's not? Uh, young Redenbacher. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, more than you probably need to. You're more than you need to. So they decide that it's probably a Team Underground Hotel, who's the real vampires here. And they've drove Smichael out, and they murder a bunch of punk rockers having a bonfire. Michael had no part of it. No, he fell down. He was not down to get down. He was not down with the get down. And uh, let's see what else happens. Mom tries to apologize for everything that went wrong. And the, then the, the dog tries to eat her. That happened at some point chronologically. Yep, the dog, he ate her, tried to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the team all gets together and they're like, okay, here's the plan. We're going to go in the daytime and we're going to murder all the other vampires because then they'll all be murdered vampires. And then your brother won't be a vampire no more. So that should work, right? Right. So they load up on steaks and garlic and et cetera and so forth. Delicious garlic steaks. And they head to the underground hotel. Where they uh, find the vampires. So Smichael takes star and kid vampire. Also, there's a kid vampire. Oh, yeah. We forgot about that little guy. Yeah, he's there. He plays a very important role. He's been around. So he gets them out to the car while uh, the Frog Brothers and Corey Shame find the rest of them. And they uh, manage to take one of them out while they're asleep. It's Bill Ted. Yeah. Wah, wah, ba, dang, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was a good thing you did. It sucked. It was bad. Everything's bad. Corey really holds this thing together. Were you at T-Dog? So, uh, they get one. Oh, Keister, he's not real happy about it as he drops down from his upside-down hangy sleeping place. Yep, he's gonna get on all that stuff. And they... They manage to escape by dragging him into the sun. And then they're like, hey, this is an 80s movie. We need a montage of getting ready for war because they're going to come after us now as soon as the sun comes down. Yep, so they go to the house, they get the house all fixed up for vampire war. Yep, they get some holy water. Yep. They smash up 26 tons of garlic. Yep. They have squirt guns. Their canteens hold 30 gallons apiece. They have uh, bows and arrows, some steaks and whatnot. Steaks and whatnot. And they're, uh, they're ready to go. It's vampire murdering time. Would you say vampire murdering time? I would and did. In fact. So the vampires show up. And it's good old-fashioned vampire murder time. Yep. Trademark. 
So the Frog Brothers get caught upstairs by one of them. And they try to get him into the bathtub full of holy water and garlic. But it don't work because they're small, ineffectual children. And then one of the stagehands throws the dog at him. There you go. And it knocks him into the bathtub and he dies. Yep. Burnt up by the holy water. That's the blonde 80s rocker, in yep. case you're curious. Yep. So Ricky Rocket's dead. Yeah. And downstairs, old uh, black-haired 80s rocker, he's fighting with uh, Smichael and Corey Shame. And Corey Shame gets him in the eyeballs with the holy water. But that's not enough. So then he tries to hit him with the bow and arrow. Thinks he has him. Yeah, but it turns out it was just one of those classic vampire ruses. Yep. The old vampire trick. But he gets him with arrow number two, which he shoots into the hi-fi system. Yep. Which then turns on and shoots out sparks and then stops being on. Death by stereo. Nice. What was your gripe about it? Um, what, literally everything with that part? Yeah. Yeah. So how the music was playing. Oh, yeah, because generally when you shoot a electronic device and it starts to emit sparks... It usually means it's totally functional. Just saying. I got three words for you. Uh-huh. It's movie magic dickhole. More than three words? It's movie magic hyphenated uh, dickhole. Okay. I guess that's fair. I didn't think about the hyphenated yeah. movie magic thing. Yeah. So, um, now we're down to just keister. Mm-hmm. And Keister and Michael have themselves a good old-fashioned air fight. Where uh, Smichael calls upon his inner vampire powers. And they shove each other towards various... Animal horns? Yeah. Antlers? Like, like you do. We played antler fight when I was a kid. Yeah, I'm not, I mean, who didn't? Do we get impaled? A couple times. Yeah, every so often. We're not Are we vampires. okay? Sort of. Yeah, aside from massive organ damage, yeah. internal bleeding, weeks of painful reconstructive surgeries. Most of it works. I still have the one kidney. Yeah. I mean, it ain't mine, but I have it. Pee through something. Yeah. It's a bag. Machines. It hangs off of me. A bag machine. I mean, there's pee in it. You're pee in it. Ah, insightful as always. So now we're just down to old Keister. And after the air fight, Keister uh, says, Hey man, I don't want to murder you. We should be buddies. And Smichael's like, Hmm, all this trying to murder me would say otherwise. And Keister is like, Eh, well, actually, that's a good point. I am just going to murder you. But he gives him the old flip-flop antler stab. And Keister dies. He dies. And everybody's like, all right, head vampire's gone. Everybody's not vampires no more. Hooray! But the vampires is like, we should still vampires. So everybody's like, hmm, if that's not the head vampire, then who? Who, listeners? Tune in next week to find out. I'm just kidding. We don't have that kind of a budget. It's true. We barely have a budget for episodes, much less episodes. 
or something. I don't know what's happening. What? Anyway, Q Mom and Young Redenbacher, and they're like, what's going on? I can't help but notice the series of corpses and busted up house. And they're like, yeah, it turns out vampires. And Mom's like, whatever. But young Redenbacher's like, oh man, looks like my boys got a little crazy. They do that sometimes. What with their unquenchable thirst for blood. Being vampires and all. And his whole plan was to take Mom and make her vampire mom. And then they were all going to have one big happy vampire family. So everybody decides to try to murder young Redenbacher. So first Michael does, and he gets tossed aside. And then Star does, and she gets tossed aside. The Frog Brothers get tossed aside. Corey Shame gets tossed aside. Yep. He's a side tosser. And, but old uh, young Redenbacher takes him hostage. And he's like, join me, Mom, and together we'll have a vampire family. Of vampires. And that'll be a thing that happens. Yep. And she says, okay, I'll do it. But then, who should show up? Billy! No. No, not, not, no. Try again. When's it Billy's time to shine? <laughs> it's, it's never Billy's turn. Billy deserves more of a showing. Who shows up? Well, Grandpa shows up. Hooray! And he's retrofitted his car with a bunch of giant stakes, I guess, for reasons. Yep. And he drives it through the wall of his house. Vampire killing. And he shanks young Redenbacher into the fire, and he blows up in a ginormous fireball. Because he's made of kerosene. All vampires are made of kerosene. And everybody's like, hey, crazy Grandpa. And Crazy Grandpa saunters himself over the fridge and gets a root beer and says his titular line about vampires or something. You know what I hate about San Dimas? Napoleon showed up that one time at the water park. And too many vampires. Grandpa knew the whole time. Yeah, what a dick move, not even giving somebody a heads up on that. Nope, fuck them people. Stupid family. Stupid fucking piece of shit. I'm gonna make my weird taxidermy and have him get murdered by vampires. That'll teach him to show up and yeah. live, live at my house. Needing help. Fuck you. The end. Credits. That was the Lost Boys. So what do you think? <clears throat> Heavens. I liked it. I like. I remember I liked it a lot when I was a kid, and it, it's held up well. It's a good '80s uh, teen heartthrobby vampire horror movie. It was good. I liked the uh, the camera work with the vampires snatching them up. That was nice. How they had the camera just kind of zoom in on them, fly in. I suppose you would say. Uh, Keister's always really good in whatever he's in. Got Shame in the Feldmeister. Just a good, a good 80s vampire romp. So, if you haven't seen it, I would watch it. It's better than Twilight. 
Quite lit, fam. Oh my. Quite lit. Christopher. I also enjoy it. It's, um... It's kind of like, uh, the Goonies meet a vampire movie. Yeah! Goonie Pyres. It's not scary by any stretch of the imagination. Nope. But it's a vampire tale. It's got some gore. I failed to mention in my review there when the the little bits of gore they have are really good. But it's an it's an interesting uh, take on a vampire story. Yes. Everybody does a pretty good job. It's a family friendly vampire story. Even the kids will like it. Yep. No boobies. No boobies. Nobody says fuck or anything of that nature. Nope. Couple of shits and dams, but you can say shit and damn on fucking laundry soap commercials. Oh yeah, I love the shit fuck laundry soap commercials or whatever we're talking about. Fuck this shit. We need some shit fucking damn laundry soap. Shit fuck. You done fucking stayed that shit with shit. Fuck. We need some shit fuck. Put some soap on that fucking shit, you stupid fuck. Shit. Throw that shit in the shit washer, you shit fuck. Wearing. Uh, keep it a highbrow. So you liked it? Yeah. I mean, I would assume that you've seen this. Me? Oh, anyone in general. That was more of a vague. I've told you. But if you haven't seen it lately, I say give it a go. Yeah, it's fun. It's a lighthearted romp full of vampires and motorcycles. And children's choirs. Keister Sutherland. Both of the Corys. Shame and Feldmeister. Taxidermy animals. Grandpa. Secret root beers. They're all there. Possible weed. They're all there. All your favorites. They're all there. Give it a go. They're all there. And next week, we're going to watch Birdemic. <laughs> yeah. A, quote, horror movie, end quote. <laughs> You're welcome, dickholes. Brett picked this one. Yeah, man. Because we don't learn our lessons. Nope. So, Brett, what if other people lament Troy's absence? How would they tell us we're poor without him? Can't stop, won't stop, bad boy for life. That's just a statement. That's not even <laughs> relevant. Oh, I reckon you can find us on the Facebooks because we're Slaughterhouse Princess. <clears throat> you can email us at slaughterhouseprincesspodcast at gmail.com. You can find us at slaughterhouseprincess.com. We're on Twitter at slaughterprince. You can find us on Reddit at SHP Podcast. We're on uh, iTunes. We're on Twitcher. Right? Yeah, that's a thing. Stitcher. Stitcher, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Google Play, uh, YouTube, uh, Discord. Not Slaughterhouse Prison Prince uh-huh. Prince Nest. I'll fix it in post. Discord. Slaughterhouse Princess. Com. I'm not fixing that. Store. Slaughterhouse Princess. Com. Patreon.slaughterhouseprincess.com You know, for money giving. Mm-hmm. That's all the words I have to say. 
But come back next time where we're going to watch Birdemic. Yep. It'll be a thing that happens for 90 minutes or so. It looks bad. And as Troy would say, while other podcasts think about movies, we'll drink about movies. Bye!